Hello, I'm Reggie Young. I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, if you could, please take a quick minute to explain a little bit about who you are and how you got started. Hi, I'm Andrew. I run bettersheets.co. It came around, actually. I, I, so I teach Google Sheets. Um, and being a Google Sheet nerd and the Google Sheet guru and the Google Sheet guy now didn't come um, without accident. Uh, I actually used to work on Excel VBA. So I learned Excel VBA in a very previous previous job. Working on cruise ships, actually, I, I did about five years right out of college. In 2008, the, the economy was in the tank, and I just went on cruise ships, of course. Uh, worked around the world for five years, learned Excel VBA in this like weird little uh, tech job, and thought that I would do uh, do the thing that everybody does in the I thought in the world and go to the land of opportunity, go to LA and try my hand in film and TV. Uh, ended up having a, a scorching, very, very difficult two years in Los Angeles, but ended up with a full-time job as a PA in Los Angeles uh, lore. That's like the lowest job possible as a production assistant. Um, and the company that I worked at, this, this sort of startup television entertainment company, uh, was using Google Sheets. And I knew from my Excel VBA work that they that Google had a Google Apps Script, the code behind it. And so in the first two weeks, I wrote pretty much like one. It took me two weeks to write one line of code. But that one line of code helped the company do things much faster and really changed the like whole company's idea of what Google Sheets could do. And about two months later, I got a promotion. And about two years later, everything we did was in Google Sheets. Um, I ran the operation, digital operations of this company. We launched four broadcast television networks, 24-hour stations around the world. Um, we did influencer marketing. I was doing influencer marketing models. Ended up doing that more and more. Uh, after about four or five years, I was really ensconced in the influencer marketing world. Ended up with a newsletter that I did based in a Google Sheet, funny enough. Um, and then two years after that of going on my own, the pandemic hit and I was literally traveling around Southeast Asia for about four years at that point uh, and was stuck inside my apartment at the time, a little uh, one bedroom place with my girlfriend. And I said, well, everyone's stuck here. Everyone's going to have an extra two hours of commute time, less commute time. They're going to start their side projects. And I started in April 2020, Better Sheets. And I, it's literally started on a Friday. I said, I'm going to launch this tomorrow. It was eight videos it started with. And four videos were free and four videos were behind a paywall. Um, and I, at the moment, because we thought we were going to go into recession, I ended up on this very weird uh, business uh, pricing plan where you pay once and you never have to pay me again. And it ended up being pretty much the reason why it was successful. Like Google Sheets is great and all. But like people were very interested and excited that this sort of course and this sort of course and videos that were just going to continue to be added to, they didn't have to pay a monthly fee. And that was like very much because of not in spite of the pandemic. Mm. Very, very interesting. Excellent story there about how you go one path and then life kind of takes you another on another path, be able to kind of travel the world for free. No, I don't know about for free, but you're able to finance your traveling. Before we hopped on this podcast, you told me you're in Southeast Asia right now. Uh, I'm still in Mexico. Yeah. I've been in Mexico for a while. Um, one thing you, you mentioned is how, you're, how you basically, at first you just started with Excel or uh, 
basic sheets. And then you started really unlocking and starting to realize that all the power that's behind Excel and Google Sheets. So if you could, could you maybe expand on what, what most people thinks, think that Google Sheets is or Excel Sheets is and what, what it can actually do for, for people and how easy it is uh, to build solutions for problems we're facing right now? Yeah, Google Sheets being expansive and comprehensive and pretty much a blank slate is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing because a lot of people will use Google Sheets for note taking. A lot of people will use Google Sheets sort of as a rudimentary uh, database without even thinking about it, without, without knowing what a relational database is. People will create one because it, visually the a spreadsheet with rows and columns, rows and columns are both relations. Everything you put in a row is related to each other. Everything you put in a column is related to each other. So without even thinking about computer science and without thinking of relational databases, people are creating their own personal related, related relational databases. What's interesting though, is you have a multiple levels. It's, it's not just there's a man behind the curtain. There's no wizard behind the Google Sheet that's uh, going to pop out and, and show you what's going on. There's no Clippy in uh, Google Sheets. Um, so what you have is you have text and you can put in text. And also Google Sheets is completely free. Again, it's a good thing and a bad thing. You can go to in your URL and in your Chrome browser, or you can go to sheet.new and open a brand new Google Sheet. Uh, fresh, it'll be in your Google Drive. Uh, and it's one of the most magical things I've ever seen because I, I use that all the time now to start a Google Sheet. And then you start adding text. But then if you hit the equal sign, and it's almost like, um, I don't know when you were, if, if you were ever a kid in one of the, the video games you like played, you clicked the wrong buttons and it ended up, you got onto like the developer side of things. And like, if you were a kid and Chrome was out, you somehow found developer tools and you're like, oh my God, right. this, this exists. Same thing with Google Sheets. You type in an equal sign and now you have 501 functions or formulas that you can use that do things that you would normally do by hand, like adding things up, averaging things, or things that you couldn't possibly do. Well, that's one layer. Then if you go up to extensions, app script, that's an entirely other layer, which is literally infinite possibilities because it's basically JavaScript. It's, it's code. It's called Google App Script, and it's a version of JavaScript. And with that and triggers, you can pretty much automate your Google Sheets to do things. You have also, you can record macros, which is sort of a nice, easy way into uh, automations where you're like, oh, I'm going to record what I do, the actual key pressing I do, and I can play that over and over and over again. So you have these like different layers of, oh, I can just take some notes. I can just write some text here, but then now I can take that text and analyze it and morph it and forecast and I can do things with this text. I can add text to it. I can create little templates. Okay, now I can add some scripts and I can do this over time. And it becomes a very, very deep, deep uh, software. This Google Sheets thing where she thought was just, oh, I'm going to make some notes. Yeah, it's interesting because I've had not as much as an in-depth experience and knowledge of Google Sheets as you have, but somewhat of a similar story. I used, Google, I used Excel Sheets before Google Drive was really a thing and I would use it as a place to take notes. Like you said, I liked it visually. Rows and columns is very nice and easy to see. Um, and when I was in the military, a lot of us were using Excel when I started working in 2007, when I entered the workforce. 
And um, when I was in college, I used Excel in some classes, but it was primarily to make a list of things that I wanted to buy when I graduated. It was just like, I want this account. Here's the price. Here's a link to the website. Here's the total price. Let me sum it all up. You know, and that's that was my basic understanding of it. And then when I started trying to sell products on Amazon, and I tried to find ways in which I could select the best product. I was down to my last few thousand mm -hmm. dollars. I really wanted to choose the best product. I decided to really take things to the next level. And that's where I started doing by next level in terms of Google Sheets, not that next level, taking averages, uh, getting distributions, mm -hmm. uh, uh, normalizing scores, uh, doing basic lookups, removing outliers, basic conditional formatting. Uh, ran simple things like that that most people don't know how to do or, or have a little bit of a framework on how to do it. But with that, I was able to turn my turn something very basic into something that was gave me the tools that I use to this day in my business and a lot have my other virtual assistants use as well. So leveraging and the more you can understand Google Sheets, the better. And there's two very interesting things that I find most people don't know. One, of course, like Google Sheets is free. It's basically the same thing as Excel, in my opinion, if not better, because like you said, you're, you can plug into code, you can access APIs and other parts of the internet that can dump data into your Google Sheet like that and be updated continually. Um, but what most people don't know is if you ever have a, uh, an Excel file, all you have to do is upload your Excel file to your Google Drive and click open, and now it's automatically converted over to a sheet. Some people... And their jobs, they, they're still kind of antiquated. Their boss only wants to work on Excel. Well, you can immediately, whenever you're done with your Google Sheet, file export as, uh, as an Excel sheet and then convert it right back over uh, to Excel. So that's like one really simple tip. But I think being able to take things to the next level uh, with your sheets, that that's how you create next level functionality. That's how you can create an income. There are people selling basic just templates you don't have to know how to code how to do it you know a lot of the like simple equations there's people making a lot of money by packaging up their template and selling it on etsy for 20 bucks in whatever their niche is mm -hmm. there's a lot of simple ways you can do it and then, like you said when you start to graduate uh, on your understanding of sheets what i've done is i have some calculators on my website some launch calculators some uh, mm -hmm. valuation calculators target calculators um, but the reality is they're all right now plugged in to a live Google sheet that I can change like that. Uh, I don't know how to code at all. Uh, I did take a couple of semesters of computer science, but I forgot basically everything. But with Google sheets and some of these formulas and things that you, you teach, you can really take things uh, off to the next level. Yeah. Two things that I'll say about that is that one, um, I feel like if, same exact boat you're in, you have some experience of computers and deep, some deep knowledge. And you're like, I should really get back to coding or like code, like everybody says, learn to code. I found that learning Google Apps Script, which is just basically JavaScript, allowed me to learn the type of code that I wanted to learn without the excess of HTML formatting without CSS. So most people will say, oh, I when they say learn to code, they mean like put up a website, put up, create a website. So you have to learn CSS, HTML, and JavaScript. And sometimes that the the abstractness of it, of these three separate files or or many more, um, can can be the thing that stops you from like, okay, I can sort of write this page and I can write this page, but putting them together is pretty hard. But I found that learning Google script 
dis you have no uh, HTML, you have no CSS. You don't have to learn that stuff. You just learn the process of taking data and moving data around or processing data with JavaScript gets a lot more freeing. It's a lot more, uh, the limits are taken off. You don't have to learn three times as much as you think you do. You just have to go, go, go. And those business processes that you automate makes your daily work easier or makes you 10x more than you could do. Um, and then about that Excel file thing, I do want to point out one weird thing about Excel files in Google Sheets is there's like two ways. Now, without seeing it in front of me, I'm going to probably butcher this, but there's two ways to open an Excel file in Google Drive. And if it's something like open with Google Drive or open as a Google, a Google Sheet, if you open it in a Google in Google Drive and it still has a, next to the name, the little pill that says .x, XLS, XL, XS. Then what that sheet is, is it is an Excel file in Google Sheets. But then if you, you can convert it to a Google Sheet. I get this problem all the time. You can't share an Excel file that you opened in Google Drive, but you can share, then if you actually open it as a Google Sheet and convert it completely, then you can share it just like a Google, it is a Google Sheet. It's one of those weird things that trips people up. And I get that. I actually started getting that question recently um, because I have I have a, a little script that I wrote that helps people sell sheets. So you're saying, you know, people sell templates on Etsy. Right. Uh, I help people sell templates on Gumroad via Stripe alone. From If you, if you have um, Shopify, you can connect it to Zapier. And what a lot, this is called Only Sheets. The script allows you to only add the people who bought your sheet as a viewer so they get access to it. So you oh, don't wow. have to just give them the link. And then if everybody has that link, everyone can access it. That, that oh, allows, disallows you to do that. Wow. See, I'm going to have to tag up on you on some of these, uh, all these like random things that you know. They're really, the way I see it, which is why I like the idea of coding. To me, it's like the closest thing to magic online. Once you have like all these things, it's like unlocking like spells or like capabilities. And you can just yeah. like, oh, I, I know that I can pull all the stock market data like that into Google Sheets. And then I know I can manipulate it, ask it a question and pull from another source and then put a user interface over on top of it and then sell that on a subscription to Gumroad or, uh, or another third-party payment processor and make money that way. So there are just a ton, a ton of ways to leverage Google Sheets. And there are people legitimately making their own software, their own, there's even in the Amazon space, there are people selling like $65 a month subscriptions and they're legitimately Google Sheets subscriptions, running scripts, running macros, running, pulling an API, yeah. doing data. And I'm pretty sure they don't know how to code that well, but they know Google Sheets really well. Um, so there's this whole opportunity out there for you to make money from as simple as, let me just create a template in what I know really well. Let me create a basic calculator and export that as a file. Or I can take, take it a step up plug in another app, which then makes it uh, an, a live cloud-based calculator or uh, type of interface, or you can take it even further and charge a monthly subscription and do put it behind a paywall. So all kinds of cool things. And if you're not willing to kind of go down that road, and monetize sheets and learn that next level thing, I think for, even for people who are maybe want to stay in their nine to five job or don't want to make money off to the side, being the guy in the office 
who knows how to use sheets and Google Sheets really well and do next level things, those are the boss is going to look at you and be like, who did this? Yeah. How did you do that? Right. And now you're like, it's a curse. Yeah. It, it's a blessing and a curse. So you were talking about um, being the Google Sheets guy and it is a blessing. It is both a blessing and a curse to be the Google Sheets guy in your office or gal, the Google Sheets gal. Um, there are opportunities in order to ex keep going up and no. almost nobody thinks, sorry. No, I'm sorry to interrupt. Opportunities to excel, just like a joke. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I excel at Google Sheets, so <laughs> but everybody can too. Um, you have opportunities to go up or or get promotions, and nearly none of them are based on the fact that you are proficient or excel at Google Sheets, right, or spreadsheets in general. Um, your promotion is not, you don't think is going to be going to be based on your ability to use one piece of software. But what I do believe in what's happened to me in particular is that my ability, not just to know the software, but to uh, turn it and twist it to my own needs and the needs and use of the company made me an absolute linchpin in the company. Right. Like quite literally, I read... This is sort of weird, but I read Seth Godin's uh, book, Lynchpin, right. and that book and the ideas around it made me continue working in Google Sheets. And it was like years before, but I then realized here's how I can apply it. Like, you know how you can read a book and you're like, how will I ever apply this? I can't be a linchpin in my own company. Like, right. I can't be a linchpin here. Like, I'm this position and nobody cares about me. It took years between when I read that book to realize like, oh, Literally everybody in this office uses Google Sheets and I can, like a PhD student, I can extend the ability of Google Sheets just like this little, like just along this little path. But now everybody is affected by it. So when you have 30 people using Google Sheets and you increase the ability of your Google Sheets as a company by 10%, that 10% is a crunk every single person using your sheets. So you can have leveraged impact on your organization by uh, even without script. So I, I would say right. like learning good design, learning good UI, and then applying that to Google Sheets. That's probably probably one of the easiest things to redesign right. sheets, move things around and do some calculations. But I think the absolute leverage is learning app script. And that's what happened to me, right, is I was in this like almost minimum wage job uh, working every day. Literally, I was the first one and the last one in the office, which is not something I can teach anyone. But if I can give any advice, be the first one and last one in yeah, the yeah. office. Take a long um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah, take a nap uh, around the corner. But um, other than that, uh, what I saw was I could have leverage in the entire organization with this spreadsheet software right and it's free and it's free to learn like most people learn this way they go on youtube videos they read blogs and that's how i learned right 10 15 years ago i read labnol uh digitalinspiration.com uh i watched youtube tutorials right i learned that way um you can also uh go faster you know if you have the means and the ability to pay for some courses uh, there are courses out there that are three, four hundred dollars that'll teach you one uh, function deep, 
it, it's a deep, deep, deep. Yeah, Mike felt good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, but there's also comprehensive courses like Better Sheets. So Better Sheets, I try to help people in the core pillars that I saw could impact an organization, which was better design of sheets, better design for yourself as well, and right. how you design it for others to use, and then script. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Is like, I think most people who get quote unquote good with Excel or, or Google Sheets. The, the first level is like formatting. It's like freeze a row and conditional formatting. Mm-hmm. And so it, most people kind of stop there with the, the sum, the min, the average, and then, and then that's about it. But like you said, layering it up on top of that with, with scripts and then the, those like additional plugins you can do really start to take things to the next level. And I, I even think about beyond that, if you want to, the things that I've seen is people create I know there's like applications that will just plug into your Google Sheet, host it on your Google Drive, and it'll ne- and people will think that you coded up this entire like software. But the reality is it's built entirely on Google Sheets. So if you have an interesting idea, uh, if you if you're working at a job and you have some kind of problem where you're, or everyone's using like an antiquated Excel sheet, and you really just want to make like a like a login or some like little mini tool in the office, this is a kind of the thing that. Uh, is worth learning because one, it's a skill set that can be leveraged across anything you're doing because everything we're doing online mm-hmm. or just in general now, online or offline, still involves almost always a computer. And as soon as that involves a computer, it involves a database. And anytime you talk about a database, people are going to be using Google Sheets or Excel. So getting good at this skill set is ultra, ultra important. I provide a little bit of training to my virtual assistants when they first onboard with mm-hmm. me. It's just basic fundament, fundamentals of sheets because we use sheets as well. So I want to create those points of leverage all the way across my business. So having fundamental training, I think is, is critically important. But if you're willing to take that next level and really 10x your leverage, it's, it's definitely worth the investment because you can start actually monetizing your efforts. Yeah. And you'll look, it, there are so many levels to this, right? If you are, if you don't have a job and you're looking at job listings, most jobs now will say proficient in Google Sheets or knowledge in Google Sheets. Now, what does that mean is actually up for grabs because every organization is completely different, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And having what what is a basic fundamental knowledge of Google Sheets? Like if you use Google Sheets for one to two years, you probably believe you know Google Sheets. You probably think you're already like an intermediate user. You have, it is so... It seems so easy to use, right? It has a lot of menu functions. They have pic- picture grams, like hier- like hierogly- uh, yeah. Yeah. hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs. It's like old Egyptian, like the, the top row yeah. of Google the menu bar all of Google Sheets is like functions. old Egyptian stuff. Yeah. Um. So, like using those functions, you really feel like you have a belief of I use Google Sheets a lot. I know Google Sheets, mm-hmm. and going one level deeper understanding 10 to 20 formulas and also combinations of them will literally like increase your productivity 10x right uh instead of hunting and picking for finding little things and putting them like finding a few items in a list you can use something like filter you can use something like vlookup to find a specific thing uh combining them instead of using vlookup you can use something like index and match together which allows you to then find data anywhere in a data set uh, from anywhere instead of having a, a, a ID key. Um, and then the next level is, oh, I can script this so I can have a filter, filter these out, but then I want to 
send an email, right? Sending right. emails sounds really simple. I'm like, oh, I I work in an office. I have Google Sheets and Gmail. I can write an email. That, that sounds so simple. But it's like, do you want to be able to send an email every single week with a report that says, here's how many sales we had this week? That's like, oh, okay, that sounds so simple. I'm just going to look at this Google Sheet, write the number of sales and say, hey, do this. What if you didn't have to do that at all? Right. What if it was automated and it just grabbed the cell of the of this tab, right? This this week's uh, revenue and it sent an email and it sent it to the entire organization, right? Mm -hmm. Just from your Google Sheet and from one script. And now 50, 52 times a year, this happens, right? Without your intervention. Yeah. And you that's can awesome. sleep. You can sleep I, I on a Friday. You're, you're, off, and you're taking a longer lunch break, but you're like, yeah, you set the emails up to go off at like, yeah. you know, right when you should be leading or staying. And I absolutely love that idea. Um, so, yeah, such a great idea. And it's also, I, when I was in the military. It's also for others. Go ahead. It's go. also for others, but also for ourselves, right? Do we want to start the week well? Do we want a little report of like, here's all of the items in our calendar? Google Sheets can actually, you were mentioning you can get access to APIs and you can grab information from uh, outside uh, app. But you can also interact with all of the G Suite functions, all of the workspace. You can interact with Gmail. You can interact with slides. You can create a presentation. You can create Google Slides every single week for like what was the like key points of that week. And you can do that all automated. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, it really sounds like magic to me. It sounds kind of fake. And it sounds like magic. It's like you could have like a Google sheet that has edit access or whatever. And like everybody goes and fill, fills out their report for the day. And then they, they fill out their little blocks. And then like you said, it creates a presentation, emails it out. And when things start to happen automatically, that's when you start, that's when things start, in my opinion, the creativity really starts to turn. So instead of just sending the email with like the total sum count and whatever to the organization, maybe it's now you're like, oh, now I want to do some math on the averages or the times or how many people or like the sales or the revenue of the profit. I want to do that. You know, I want to do this on the weekday, on the weekly, on the monthly. And you can start to really, and that, like you said, that was one functionality email. There's calendars, there's like employee install prices, there's, you know, there's all types of apps and scripts out there to connect with all parts of the internet. Let me, let me add one fun thing though, and a fun idea. And this is totally for free for anyone watching this. You can go to my YouTube channel. I have a, I had a complete uh, entire tutorial free. You can watch and you can do this. So what's like something motivating for sales teams is like milestones and goals, right? Like, and this is very basic and almost every sales team will have, you know, your, your weekly goals, your monthly goals, your quarterly goals. And that's probably the first thing you think about is like, okay, I want to send at the beginning of the week. What did we do last week? And also what's our goal for next week? And you're like, that's data. That is easy to send. But what actually is like sort of more motivating in some way or more interesting is like having uh, quotes, right? And motivational quotes that are unique to your organization or your, your sales team. And you can create a list of, let's say, 500 or 1,000 quotes or even 100 or 200 quotes from big people like, you know, massively like motivational people. Um, and what you can do is send every, you can actually do this every single day, is send an email where the subject line is that quote. So you, the people in your organization don't even have to open an email. They can see in their Gmail the little quote and the motivational quote for that day. 
And it could be a list of 100, 200, 300, or you can keep adding to it and it can send a random one every single day. This is something that an organization, that's not going to show like, I do this and we get 2x production. You do this and we're going to hit our goal. It's not that specific tie, right? But it creates a community. Everyone in your organization is getting the same quote. You have a discussion about it. You talk about it at lunch. You talk about it at coffee break. You're like, oh, yeah, that helped me close this deal. It could be very specific to sales. It could be very uh, open to motivational, like maybe the purpose, higher purpose, and and bringing that organization to a different thing. If you're working for like nonprofits, if you're working for some cause, or it could take a sales organization that's very motivated by numbers and move them to that higher purpose. It's something you don't necessarily think about Google Sheets can do and you want to do, but it it's actually serving me. I do this myself. I uh, made the video tutorial and I still have these quotes coming to me every single day and I haven't touched it in weeks. Yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, you're at that point, you're really limited to your creativity. And I feel like, you know, Sheets is providing that foundational structure, that like base layer to integrate either mm-hmm. inputs in and output. And it's just like that, that cutting board is just like that, really that, that base layer to really build on top of. Um, and one thing I'm thinking about, I have been thinking about, you know, with open, with uh, open AI and chat GBT three, all these AI things coming out now, I'm sure there's, you know, we're just waiting for APIs. We're waiting for more, more data sets, uh, to kind of come out. And I would imagine, I think I've already seen some, some, some pieces of software here and there that actually dump, uh, information onto the sheet, uh, Google sheets as well. Do you, do you have any uh, understanding or experience or, or where you see that headed towards? Yeah, I mean, right at this moment, everyone's pinging me with like uh, AI that will answer your Google Sheets question. They, they are very specific to like, like what do I want to do with in a Google Sheet? And you like say what you want to do, and it'll solve it for you. And and that's actually one of the best ways that AI exists right now is to answer questions that you might not know, but people know. What I see though is, and and maybe this is. Uh, old man camphy coming out, like get off my lawn kind of thing. Uh, I see AI as a tool to show you what other people think. Like right. it's only going to show you what it knows from its data set and what the next word, like how chat GPT works is sort of the, it, it will guess what the next word is. It doesn't really understand context. It doesn't understand data. So actually funny enough, I've been using, I used it in a video recently. I, I tried to ask chat, chat GPT, chat GPT, like how, how to think like a programmer, how do I think like a coder? And it gave me the most basic, boring answers. And I was like, oh yeah, this is terrible advice, but it's terrible advice because everybody gives it and it's very unactionable. Like you can't really do anything with it. So I saw the gap there. I saw, okay, this is what everybody thinks, but here's the reality of the situation. And here's this extra thing that isn't printed anywhere. And so I like, I actually like AI to find out what do people th- what is the most right sorry what yeah I like that like kind of like the consensus what is it what is everybody yeah. kind of thinking because if everyone's saying the same thing chat GBT three will take that as statistically significant or or like that being right. the data set that it should model its its responses after so I really love that because I think a lot of people who are talking about chat GBT three were we're kind of looking at it to like give us answers but we have to realize that it. It's living off of a data set of the collective ex- collective data that we put out on the internet right now, what, what, however it was trained, and it's limited by that. So it doesn't allow it doesn't allow responses for maybe the 
that that one or two people in the industry or that one really skilled person who would answer it completely differently than all the other basic programmers and out there, all the other basic marketers out there. Um, so I think it's important to to keep that uh, in mind. Do you remember, um, like, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, I can't remember if it was 20 years ago or like 10 to 15 years ago, uh, the big the big trend in tech was crowdsourcing. Mm -hmm. Like every tech company was like a crowdsourced X. Like this is where you got your Yelp. This is where you got Google reviews. This is where you got um, even Airbnb is sort of part of sort of part of this. There was like this very big, like crowdsourced answers. Do you remember this? Right. Right. Totally. I feel like AI is literally just that on steroids. Like, okay, now we, unequivocally can figure out what is the crowdsourced answer. Now, what the problem was 15 years ago is you could you could get consensus. You could say, most people say this. What you could not get from crowdsourcing, and I don't believe right at this moment you can get from AI, is what is the correct answer for me at my moment when I have this particular context, this tiny little context here, but we're grabbing from all of this context here, Right. These are different. They're two different contexts. So, like, I, I, I literally see the, the, the string connecting these two. And I'm like, here's all of the gaps with AI or the exact same gaps crowdsourcing before. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I actually never heard that line of thought before. And I, I actually resonate with that a lot. Um, kind of, we're kind of going off topic here, but I, I love it anyway. And it makes me think about how you talked about, you know, it's taking the general consensus of what we're what we've had trained this data set for regardless of how big it is. And I think that's also has to be looked at from like a human consciousness, like spiritual self-awareness level, because if we're, if we were training at the data set on the middle of ages and we're like, Oh, this it's got, it's got it all figured out. Right. Like, if, and we had an AI running off of the principles and how we used to live and treat human beings back then. And we, and we look towards that for advice. We look towards that to build the fundamentals of our marketing strategy of how we deal with relationships. It could be, I think, very dangerous. So um, I think AI oh, definitely- I was thinking, that, oh, I, would, I thought you said it's dangerous. That's, that's funny. I literally was the complete opposite. I was like, this sounds amazing. You can <laughs> actually do that with AI right now. You can say, go to ChatGPT. You can say, hey, I want to, based on medieval Canterbury Tales and these, these uh, texts, Create, uh, you know, a modern version of uh, or a, a medieval version of Seinfeld, right? Write Seinfeld as if it were written in the Middle Ages. Like we have all of the past that we can actually segment and cut up and like say, OK, if uh, like, OK, this is so weird and I haven't tried this yet, but I've seen other people do where you can create an Excel sheet or a Google sheet inside of ChatGPT. You can say, here's the rows, here's the columns. But I want to. I, I want to try it if if as if Google Sheets didn't exist, but it's VisiCalc. Like I want to create a VisiCalc uh, version of these spreadsheets. Like you can do, you can say, don't think of any. You can tell AI, don't think of anything past 1965. Like right, do right. it as if I have a punch card, right? And I'm right. programming punch cards. Yeah, it's interesting too because I think like at the end of the day. Like you said, you can you can segment it. I've seen people make like rap songs in a different voice or in like a different era, yeah, uh, which I think is really cool. But I think it will always be limited by what hasn't come out yet, and 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 like mm -hmm. that large data set. So I think with with that is the danger, right. and then but also with that is 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 the benefit as well of taking that entire data set and all under one model.
absolutely crazy. But one thing I want to kind of move towards now was uh, we, we've done a little bit of a partnership and you've uh, decided to share one of your one of your Better Sheets courses inside of the Vault for Vault members. And I was curious if you could kind of go over uh, what that course is and how that can help uh, people who are interested. Yeah, exactly how I mentioned that uh, Google Script and Google Apps Script, specifically that coding language, unlocked for me an infinite possibilities in Google Sheets. I want to imbue that for others. I want to give you the tools and the ability to unlock infinite possibilities in Google Sheets. And so I created a step-by-step, three-hour, 29-tutorial course called Spreadsheet Automation 101. Now, what this will allow you to do after three hours specifically is you can take business processes that you already do in Google Sheets, any kind of things, and automate them, like quite literally automate them. Um, this is not just recording macros and playing macros back. It is actually using the tools inside of AppScript and triggers specifically. So if you want to know exactly how to automate Google Sheets, it's using triggers. And this could be a user input, a user action, or time-driven. And I show you over the course of this whole uh, course, uh, those exact triggers. And we do a little fun projects like emailing yourself every day or emailing a report. Um, and we show that and you show the script when we show the script in the tutorial. And this by far is unequivocally the leverage point of Google Sheets that I've experienced myself going from basically a minimum wage job to within two years, $75,000 a year um, as a digital operations uh, manager, the, the Google Sheets guy. We, <laughs> we, we, we didn't want to say the Google Sheets guy on, on a, a title. So, yeah. um, and unequal, like that is the leverage point for me that I foresaw looking back over my career is unlocking this code and this app script. And it's difficult. I will, I will say that learning to code, no matter what, is difficult. That doesn't mean it's impossible. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean everyone can do it and it doesn't mean no one can do it. Um, but I try to ease the learning curve a little bit. We do have, the first pre-course, like before we go into the course and the tutorials, there is a few like dry, like couple minutes, like here's what a function is. Here's what a variable is. We do have to do that to set the table. But I think it's a, it's a little more entertaining than some coding courses that I've taken that we're doing things in an organization that we would normally do, right? Emailing, reports, accessing, uh, sheets and moving data into script and then back into sheets and right. morphing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And uh, so I want to thank you for giving that access to vault members that, that, that initial unlock, like you said, that will 10 X how they create points of leverage in their business or in their, their work environment. Um, and I, I, I know you also said you would give some bonus videos as well. So we'll be sure to put that on the back end or inside of the vault as well. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you for coming on the show, for telling us your story, showing us uh, what Google Sheets can do and the infinite possibility. I like what you said, infinite possibilities, because that's really what it is. Once you can touch, once you can assign a, data be- a, a database to, to the internet, you really have infinite possibilities. It's just limited by your creativity, understanding of which you provide that skill set, very concise in a three-hour course. So thank you, Andrew, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Please, if you have any last, thank you, Reggie. 
yeah, and last minute advice and, and how we can get in contact you uh, with you, please let us know. Yeah, I mean, the best way to go to bettersheets.co. I'm also on Twitter. Um, I'm active on Twitter uh, at Kamphy, uh, K-A-M-P-H-E-Y. That's my last name. Uh, and happy to answer questions and point you in the right direction. Um, no matter where you are, I, I work with, there's like 4,000 members of Better Sheets now, and they're all over the map uh, from beginners to advanced people who are uh, actively copying, pasting code into their Google Sheets already. Um, I'm helping take them to the next level of actually understanding and reading code. And then everyone who's literally starting Google Sheets and doesn't know how to string uh, a formula together or combine two formulas, uh, I'm helping them step up and level up at Better Sheets. So come join us. It's a quite crazy ride. And I try to make it a little, a little less dry and a little more interesting with some of the stuff I'm doing. Like I created Twitter inside of a Google Sheet. I created a marketplace inside of a Google Sheet where neither the seller nor the buyer had to have edit access to the Google Sheet. Um, a lot of really weird creative stuff to show you uh, one sort of piece of Google Sheets. I make a weird little app or something inside it and you're like, why would I ever need Twitter inside of a Google Sheet? But then when you see how I did it, you're like, oh, I can use that for this other thing I'm doing. Oh, yeah, we've been trying to do that for a while in our organization. A lot of people yeah. will be like, oh, you can do that in Google Sheets? No, yes. absolutely love it. So th thank you again for putting uh, what you normally charge money for inside of the vault as an added benefit yeah. to vault members. Um, so if you if any vault members are interested in, in go ahead, we'll update that uh, this month. And if anyone's interested in signing up for the vault, uh, you can sign up whenever you're ready. And then, of course, whenever you're ready to unlock that full suite, take things again to the next level. And even just regardless, check out. Uh, some of Andrew's free YouTube videos, uh, his other content, subscribe to his email list. Uh, definitely worth uh, being a part of his community as well. So Andrew, again, thank you for coming on the show and we hope to have you Thanks. back next time with more updates. Thanks. Thank you.